Hello, good to have you with us on Red Barn Radio. I'm Brad Becker. Tonight we are in our 21st season of Red Barn Radio, and we welcome you to show number 781. Our guest band this week is Bedford. Fully embracing their eastern Kentucky roots, Bedford is four talented and enthusiastic musicians ready to ride the crazy rock and roll train to the top of the mountain. The 70s influences of this young band are palpable, think humble pie, free, and the most obvious of all, brothers Greg and Dwayne Amon. Welcome, Bedford, to Red Barn Radio.
thanks to WEKU, Red Barn Radio's official radio partner, NPR for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at WEKU.org. Red Barn Radio is presented with the support of LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's cultural development, advocacy, and fundraising organization. LexArts, working for the development of a strong and vibrant arts community as a means of enhancing the quality of life in Central Kentucky. And by Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information? Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. Bedford released their first album in 2018, followed by another in 2019. And instead of shutting down like the rest of the world in 2021, the band dug in their heels and wrote a slew of songs for a forthcoming self-titled album. You know this, there's going to be a lot of ears on this album. We're talking rock and roll heaven tonight, folks. You're going to love how these guys sing. You're going to love how they play. Bedford is Colby Swinney, Tristan Fraser, Trevor St. John, and Sam May. Bedford!
So good to have you guys on the program. Uh, you know, been hearing about you guys for a while, and it was so cool that we were able to put this together quickly. Let's say you're writing uh, a book now about Bedford. Let's go back as far as we can to start that book. What's chapter one? Well, chapter one of Bedford is a band that we started in seventh grade called Truancy. Me, Trevor, and Tristan started together in seventh grade called Truancy because we skipped so much class. <laughs> and so uh, we've been together for 12, 13 years playing music. Was that here in Lexington? Is that Mount, where you've been together? Mount Sterling, okay. raised in Montgomery County, Mount Sterling. We got into college. Actually, we got into junior year and started Bedford and Company yes. as like an indie rock band like Mumford and Sons kind of thing. Now we're know? in junior year of high school? Yeah, junior year of high school. And this is just chapter one? Yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd say yeah. I'd say so. Okay, all right. And then uh, we got into college and met Colby. This is probably chapter two, I'd say. Yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, chapter yeah. two is we met Colby, and then we became kind of like a rock band, and here we are, kinda. you know? Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. We were kind of a rock band. We're close. Now we're really <laughs> a rock band.
Let's go back before seventh grade for some of you guys. Do you want to start us off, Colby? Colby Swinney, who's playing the guitar here. Where to begin? Yeah, where uh, to begin? How, how, <laughs> like, how little were you when uh, your parents said, this kid's really into rock? It was probably actually <laughs> not till my junior year of high school. I mean, I'd, you know, been in, you know, like traditional band all, you know, through school and everything, but, you know, I didn't really think anything of it. Till probably about my junior year of high school, and then I picked up guitar, and I was like, you know what, I really, really love doing this. At first, it was rocky, you know, when, when someone says, you know, I want to play rock and roll for the you know, rest of my life. The first impression usually, after time went on, and especially when I met these guys, that, that sort of became basically accepted, because he's going to do what he's going to do. Uh-huh. Like I said, I was in high school and everything, and really started discovering music at more than just face value you know like what you hear on the radio usually we hear it face value and everything and you know it comes and goes but pretty much i got hooked on the chili peppers really hard like every single album by them i learned at one point and i still am a crazy devout follower of them the early stages of us being a band like that's all he would play on the aux chord Chili well, peppers. yeah, that's that's all that's I would all play in my car. Play. That's that's all I knew. Yeah, uh, but eventually we listened to Stadium Arcadium probably a hundred times together. Yeah. <laughs> what is it that really got inside you with their music? You know, high school is like a turbulent, I guess, age. You know, kind of age range. You know, things go sideways south real quick. And you know, I was in like one of those down moments. And for some reason, like uh, that was the first time I remember hearing "Under the Bridge," and I was just like, hmm. "Wow." This is just absolutely insane. Like, it just pretty much pulled me right out of it, and I was like, all right, we'll turn that frown upside down. Yeah. And, you know, we'll start really digging in. And really just, I was like, seeing beauty in every single, you know, piece of music they put out, except maybe the super, super, super early stuff. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm working every day. 
to get out every night try to find my escape so I can get to feeling right so I called up my friend from the other end of town said I need my little baby with her hair so brown she said I got just what you need you can have it for the night but it's gonna cost you baby Hey, Trevor, how about your story about how music got inside of you? Sitting in the basement when I was just a baby, my dad just started playing the guitar for me, and he said I looked at him with these big round eyes. Whether it started there or not, I have no idea. True story. But I'm sure I was like, oh. And then in fourth grade when I was 10, I learned the national anthem from my cousin, Chris Miller. I learned it in a night and then played it at STLP on the mornings <laughs> just once just stlp once, you know. yeah it i'm not even sure what it says for is it like a morning news show at your school yes yeah they broadcasted it with fourth graders every morning and 
you know, got housekeeping done. Oh, come on. <laughs> you know, it was, just, it was super cool. Computers were, at that point, were getting more tech, you know, advanced. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, everything was. It, it was really kind of cool to get to see some news from your classmates. And after I did the national anthem there, I was just kind of like, this is super cool, you know, and got into ACDC, and I looked up to a, a lot of rockers, in the back room, I listened to Nevermind, and I always thought that it just had this, like, cool sound to it. And it, it did have a Kind of mysterious or something. I don't know. Sounds great. But And then in sixth grade, I went to a dance and went home with Tristan after it, and we he was like. Dance together. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, that's okay. We went home together. I never sixth heard grade. this part of the story. And he was like, yeah, I got a drum set. And I was like, bro, I play guitar. And then it was kind of like, okay. And then we had a talent show, and we asked Sam to play Seven Nation Army with us. You know, jump forward past the jazz band and stuff. Um, I was sitting in class one day, and my friend Caitlin was like, you ever thought about being a musician? And I was like, oh, my gosh, why did I never think of that? Here I am putting in a lot of hours into music. I'm like, that's genius. (laughs) (laughs) And from that point forward, I was just kind of like, yeah. A musician. Sounds cool.
break. Red Barn Radio, Roots Music, Southern Style. We'll be right back. Red Barn Radio, recorded live from the Arts Place Performance Hall in Lexington, Kentucky. Red Barn Radio, roots music, southern style.
We haven't talked about the vocal element. wonder what kind of feedback you guys get on that. What do people say? We looked up to the Eagles a lot in mm. our early oh. years in college. Uh-huh. Um, when we used to play mostly covers for every gig, we played probably like five Eagles songs at one point. We got pretty obsessed with them at one point and just, also just like dove straight in. The fact that we used to all write songs for Sam, you know, because nobody else could sing. Yeah. And it was like, at one point, we just were like, you know what, I'm going to sing the song I wrote, you know, because yeah. it, Sam still writes songs, and he's still actually, like, matter of time. Uh, I wrote that one, and that's Sam singing it. I can't hit the crazy high notes, you know. Uh-huh. Like, but if, if, I, if it's in my range, then I'm going to try to sing it. But that's a recent thing. That's, like, probably the last year that we've all started yeah. singing Okay. Write songs for each other, yeah. rather than just for yeah. yourself. I love that. Started. I mean, you all have you all have really strong voices, great pitch. We work on our vocals a lot, yeah. like during practice. It so shows. Thank you for saying that. Thank yeah, you. It, it shows. You're deep into your singing. I see it in the way you move and the way you feel things. I hear. I was hearing a lot of different vocal influences in the last tune you wrote. I hear. I, I heard Al Green. Mm. You like Al Green? I like Al Green. Right now, I'm for the past. Two years, I've been on like just a massive Stevie Wonder kick, uh-huh. and then about about a year ago, I discovered who Donny Hathaway was, and so like ah. metaphorically, it went downhill from you're there. Going, you're going down a rabbit hole. Yeah, because when I was like getting comfortable with that stuff, I was like, oh yeah, I feel good. And then I listened to Donny, I go, no, nah, I don't feel good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm really huge into you know all the you know the '60s '70s soul you know, kind of movements that were going on, you know, in every variety. It's a really broad, you know, kind of genre, essentially. You know, it encompasses blues and jazz at the same time. Yeah. Became absolutely obsessed with it. And I was like, when I first heard, you know, Talking Book by Stevie Wonder, I was Uh. like, let's let's see if we can do it. I mean, I I don't think so. But, you know, after a few months, I was able to get one run down. Ah. You bet I groove all and all, baby. That's right. You bet I turn up that song. And if it goes along, baby, till I can't get any more. Well, don't get so down and out. You're just sad.
we talked about Moorhead earlier. Moorhead State in Moorhead, Kentucky, they have a terrific music program, uh, a really sort of a little gem. How many of you up here on the stage had some touch with Moorhead State and the music program there? So, all of us. Oh, all of you. I got to Moorhead a year before you all. And there, this program didn't exist, so there was just the jazz program. And I was mm -hmm. taking guitar lessons at that time. And, I mean, I basically almost failed out of college because I was a chemistry and math major. And I am not a chemistry or math person. I'll give a shout-out to the professor, uh, Glenn Ginn. He told me, he's like, I'm drawing up this program. It's called the Commercial Music Program. And basically, it's a rock degree. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's learning popular songs, you know, all throughout various decades and basically just getting a broader range rather than deep diving into you know just just jazz or just classical or you know that is how i met them so we'll circle back yeah to that that's how i met them because we all went to commercial music at the same time and i didn't know them at all is there a strong sort of performance oh yeah showmanship yeah. uh we, element to it when we were in it um the showmanship thing was we worked all semester to do one show like it was a theme show so say like what was our first one was it southern rock first one yeah, was our, yeah, our first southbound one, a tribute to southern rock yeah it was a tribute to southern rock a lot of a lot of leonard skinner a lot of, a lot of uh, some marshall tucker and yeah, some marshall outlaws tucker, yeah almond brothers. brothers yeah James but um yeah we do yeah but that's um, there was a big performance element in uh, commercial music. And what'd you learn in that class? How to rock, baby. Honestly, I mean, we would just sit in a big classroom about this size, about about this size and just play a whole bunch of tunes all day. Thanks. And, you know, there was extra classes in the degree that taught you how to you music mix music. You, they, taught, they taught you generals of music business, like the general, just the general knowledge, knowledge that you have to know, you know to be able to gig. Give me an example, something like performance-related that the teacher might do. I mean, would he be going to Colby? Colby, like, that's a good point for you to flip your hair. Yeah, yeah. Does he do some of that? I mean, some of um, that stuff? Not, do the hair not, flip? Not so much. You know, it's like, it was kind of hands-off on that. It was, yeah. It was, yeah, it's like, as long as you're digging, you know, digging what you're doing and into it and visually show that you're into it, you know, you're putting on a show. Put on a show. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have to, you know, go you know go full crazy do front flips and everything it's cool if you can yeah, you still have to get the notes right <laughs> yeah yeah you still got to get the notes right so don't don't anything that throws you off too much it can throw you off a little there's a place that i know where the prone bodies go and the crows croak and cry with the crones and if you go Well, 
Thanks to WEKU, Red Barn Radio's official radio partner, NPR for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at WEKU.org. Red Barn Radio is presented with the support of LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's cultural development, advocacy, and fundraising organization. LexArts, working for the development of a strong and vibrant arts community as a means of enhancing the quality of life in Central Kentucky and by Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information? Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. Red Barn Radio's executive producer is Ed Commons, who also directs our show. The Red Barn Radio playout theme, Wookie Foot, 
was taken from a live performance of the Wooks here on Red Barn Radio. More at WookOutAmerica.com. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Kathy Stamps. There are so many people to thank for our program. First Bedford, our guest on tonight's program. We are so glad you guys could be with us. Ever grateful for our volunteers and staff, of course, who make our production happen so beautifully each week. We want to thank all of you listeners for being here for our webcast, watching us on social media, and those listening to us on the network of Red Barn stations and media worldwide. Red Barn Radio comes to you from our home, the Arts Place Performance Hall in downtown Lexington, Kentucky. Our website has updates and further information on our guests and our program. We're on the web at redbarnradio.com. I would guess that all of you would love to hear something else from Bedford before they say goodnight. The sun don't shine on my old Kentucky home Ever since you left me cold and alone I've got another left Warm memories that carry me through and to keep me company. You got no shame. Oh, can't you forgive my pain? I come back. My spirit is broke and my love is breaking.
Red Barn Radio, Roots Music, Southern Style, the best music from the roots of the South, and sharing this music with the world.